there's uh, is that it's actually a, a quote by Drake. It, it's in one of his songs. He says, "You got to own it if you want it." Mm-hmm. Right. So what I what I take that to mean is like mentally, you have to to own it in your mind to capture it before you can actually like receive it in the physical world. Pharmacy Podcast Nation. We talk a lot about how pharmacists are are really in a transformation period and the different roles that pharmacists have played, especially throughout the last 16 years, I've been part of this amazing sector of healthcare and I've learned so much. Um, I've seen pharmacists in artificial intelligence. I've seen them in in pharmacy software development, um, building apps like, um, like we know um, has been built for the concierge pharmacist model and the Uber-like pharmacist model. But I've come across someone who I want to bring on today um, because of the unique um, position that he plays and his passion to uh, being a um, a medication um, expert, but doing it in a very different way and also being a really a an, a guidance uh, to to other busy professionals. There was a Yahoo Finance article that came out that I'm going to have in our show notes. And it was titled The 10 Dating Experts and Coaches to Watch in 2021. And so when a pharmacist is representing anything that's out of the box that Yahoo Finance or any publication like that would touch on, I I had to jump on this. And it's just amazing. So I want to welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation Dr. Bolu Olandini, and just um, I just blown away by but what by what you've done, uh, Bolu, and welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm I'm really glad to be here. I'm really honored you guys would have me, and uh, you know excited to to tell my story. So I got this article, and and you and I kind of connected, and it took us a while to get our interview put together because of our schedules. But tell me right out of the gate, why did you want to become a pharmacist? Well, I, I think for me, pharmacy, um, pharmacy was always very, very visible to me. Like you, you could, you know, easily walk into your uh, neighborhood pharmacy and, and talk to your pharmacist if you have, you know, questions about your medication or, uh, you know, you want a recommendation for something over the counter. And I always loved that part of pharmacy uh, where you could just really kind of help people and give them guidance and, you know, just kind of be that. Um, you know, that expert that they could talk to, you know, without waiting 45 minutes or an hour in an office. So I, th- I think I always love that that part of it. So I think that's kind of um, what initially drew me. Um, and then, you know, just, uh, you know, having aptitude in, in math and science and, you know, like, like in chemistry, uh, just kind of, you know, lined up the rest. But, um, you know, it was always that um, be- being a resource for other people that, that really drew me and, uh, you know, also kind of led to me eventually getting into coaching, which, which we'll get to. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so what, where are you at in, in throughout the country? What part of the United States are you in? I'm, the, I'm in the Midwest. So I, I'm based out of uh, Chicago. Okay. So pretty, I mean, it's busy, the busy suburbs of Chicago. Um, there's a, probably a lot more people where you're at in, in population than, than myself. I live in Fayette County, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour South of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, near Uniontown, and it's very close, about 45 minutes from the West Virginia University School of Pharmacy. And the reason why I'm talking about geographic elements is 
I think you've come in at the right time um, with everything that's been happening, especially with this pandemic, where um, mental health services are at a demand right now. There's a lot more stress. There's a lot more uh, behavioral health issues. And what I think is amazing, what I thought of first when I read this article um, about you as a, as a dating coach is the fact that there is an element of mental health in coaching. And then if you take that up a level and you start talking about um, professional coaching, and then you take that up another level and you really talk about the intimacy between relationships between uh, two people and what kind of guidance you might be able to give them, being able to tie all this back to also having a background in medication management and medication understanding, you are at a really interesting advantage. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not sure if you saw it that way. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, no, I really love how, how you put that. So I, I, I like to think I am uh, pretty unique in, in my experiences and um, you know, it, it is a very layered approach as, as you discussed, right. Um, you know, having that pharmacy background or, or backbone, if you will. And then, you know, the, the life coaching, you know, the mindset pieces and um, things of that nature, you know, you add in the health, the nutrition and the fitness, you know, on top of that, um, you know, then you incorporate the relationships on top of all of that. Right. So it's um, almost, uh, you know, like, like an onion or, you know, maybe not a, a onion might not be the best metaphor, but, but there's layers to it, you know, and uh, you know, I, I do use a lot of the, the tools I gained in my pharmacy background to really kind of have a clinical approach to break down clients' issues, you know, even uh, motivational interviewing, right? Like we, we learned that maybe like my third year of pharmacy school, it's, it's still something I use to this day to, um, you know, to really to get people to, um, you know, express their, their problems or to, um, you know, take more action into, um, you know, solving their own, their own problems or really highlighting um, what their issues are. So where was the tipping point, um, Bolu, when you were going through your education and really making some decisions? Because you have a very a deep interest in psychology and how the mind works. And you're also um, not only a coach, but you're giving tools and you're providing tools to help people leverage um, that side of their of their health and their mental health and Kind of that, once again, going back to that layered approach, but where was the tipping point where you said, I'm going to go towards um, medicine through pharmacy over over psychology? Oh, yeah, that, that's interesting. Because, um, yeah, I did, I did study psychology um, in, my, in my undergraduate, but um, I think, I, I guess I was, I was very... Fortunate. So I, um, I'm going I'm to segue a little bit. I, I think there's a, there's a certain... Um, uniqueness and a certain um, <clears throat> certain advantage to to kind of going through the system, if you will, like learning these regimented methodical approaches, and you know, getting some sort of certification or credential, you know, and then subsequently kind of breaking out and doing your own thing, right? Because what what happens is, um, you know, you have the framework, you have the tools, you have the discipline and the structure built from your education or your training. But, you know, on the flip side, you're you're building your, your creativity, your entrepreneurial skills, your, your networking, you know, all these kind of soft skills, things outside of the box, um, you know, when you kind of break out on your own or, you know, as you're transitioning through that process. So to kind of answer your question, 
it was, you know, I, I think I, I didn't see, I, I don't know. I mean, so it's, it's never a waste of time to pursue anything you're drawn to. It's, it's something I saw some years ago and it, it's one of my uh, favorite quotes. And I, I really truly believe that because everything also has a timing to it. So I can I considered you know pursuing graduate school in psychology, um, but you know I, I think and this is not to downplay anyone who has you know a, a master or a doctorate in psychology, right. but I think some sometimes you can you can get a little too um, too much in a silo or be too much of an expert in one thing without having a lot of breath in other things. So I think. You know, I, I figured uh, pharmacy would be like a, a better foundation for me or something maybe with a little bit more stability. Um, you know, it's kind of why I went that route. But, you know, the interest in how the mind works, you know, never, never really left me. Absolutely. So that's that's an interesting um, place because of your interest with the sciences and and the application of medicine versus Psychology, in some ways, is much more mysterious, and 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 to me, it almost becomes demystifying. I even think of the psychotropics in place, where it's up to the pharmacist, the physician, and the psychiatrist to titrate up to medication levels that does what it's intended to do. And there's patients out there based on metabolism that they're not even absorbing the medication as designed, and you have to kick in a PGX test or something. But um, it's it's an interesting and what's interesting to to me from your perspective is as a pharmacist i think you're going to you're going to feel yourself resorting back to the education that you have through your con- consulting services because of how organized you are in information usage and also application and layering to helping people kind of get to another level in their careers or another level in their relationships because of the way that you've learned to apply knowledge to taking your NAPLEX, for goodness sakes. So I just think it's a, you're in an interesting position. I, I want to shift uh, gears into Confluence Life Coaching. Can you, can you kind of open that up for the listeners and let them know what Confluence is about? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, but, but really quickly, just to um, kind of, you know, to your last point, it's, um, the, the beauty is it's, it's a it's a left brain and a right brain approach, right? Like the pharmacy, the science piece, everything analytical is kind of very left brain. But, you know, the psychology, the, um, you know, all the creative stuff is really more of a right brain um, kind of thing. So I, I kind of get the benefit of using both sides of my brain is <laughs> kind of what one way I look at it. But yeah, um, Confluence Life Coaching. So I... I I'll say I, I gave birth to the idea probably about, about a year ago. Um, you know, I was, um, you know, I was, I was in another business, you know, I've always kind of had an entrepreneurial itch and, um, you know, I was, I was just doing a lot of social networking, you know, posting um, kind of motivational, inspirational things on social media, um, you know, to, to kind of draw attention and pr- to promote the other, the other business. But um, kind of through that process, um, what I realized is I actually enjoyed the process of, you know, reading these books, learning these things, applying these strategies, and kind of, you know, sharing that with people. I really enjoyed that piece of it more than the actual, you know, selling the products in the business, you know. So kind of once I made that realization, and, um, 
you know, I, I, um, I actually ended up working with another coach who kind of helped me see that, like, you know, what I was already doing at that time was, was coaching. You know, I just didn't look at it as coaching. Right. So just, it just became a matter of, you know, kind of flipping that mental switch in my mind to say, Hey, I'm, I'm already coaching. I'm, I'm already a life coach. I just got to put a label, get a name, flesh it out, you know, put some structure, get some tools. And then, you know, I can, I can serve people at a high level, you know? So, um, there's uh, is that it's actually a, a quote by Drake. It, it's in one of his songs. He says, you got to own it if you want it. Mm-hmm. Right. So what I, what I take that to mean is like mentally, you have to, to own it in your mind, to capture it before you can actually like receive it in the physical world. So it was, it was very much the case with my coaching business that I had to, you know, shift my identity and see myself as that before I can then, you know, fully act in that way or, you know, really do it without, you know, maybe being undermined by, you know, imposter syndrome or, you know, all these fears and doubts and, and things like that. Yeah. Well, I think we've all gone through, through that. I, I do want to come back to the, the dating side of this. You, you have, you've had, uh, you know, 12 week programs that you've kicked off and that you've been able to build something that, um, people can engage in and really understand, um, how to change from an obstacle that might be in front of them. Um, and, and one of the titles of, of your program was healing from broken relationships. That, that is so important. Um, you know, I'm, I'm older than you. I know I am. I'm 48 years old. So I, you're definitely not that you look so young, (laughs) but that's good. But I look at the the banner um, of your confluence life and relationship coaching, uh, the picture of you and your wife, which I'll have a show note in the show notes. We'll have a connection to this. Your wife's absolutely beautiful. You guys look so happy. Relationships are hard. I I mean, I've been married since 2013. Um, I have four daughters. Um, I had a failed relationship. Um, after being married for 12 years originally. And um, I look back and see how many absolutely silly mistakes that I made as a, as a husband and as a man. And, um, you know, in today's age, I would not, um, I would not, Olu, I would not want to be dating today. I just think that it's, um, I think that it's, it's, it's harder to date today. I, I think that the technology, you know, kind of, kind of takes over in ways. Um, I've seen people on dates when I've been out with my wife on dates um, that are more engaged in their phones than they are, you know, with each other. And I knew that they were dating because we heard chatter and, you know, we heard them talking before as kind of, you know, either they, either they are at a boyfriend, girlfriend level or they were just dating. But regardless, we could pick that up. And um, I, I, I'm very attention deficit, you know, issues myself where I always looking at that shiny ball. So, but I make a, a, cogniz- a cognizant effort to put my phone down when I'm out with my wife on a date night. And we try to go out on a date night. We said once a week, but that's so unrealistic. It was more like once a month. Um, and we just invested in for Christmas um, by a couple called the Roloffs, um, which I'll, I can put this in the show notes too, but it's a, it's a marriage journal. It's called the marriage journal. And it, it makes me take a pause and it makes me sit down with my wife, Nicole, once a week and take inventory of that week as the failures as a husband, the successes as a husband, what's happening in our, you know, and then she reverses it. She does hers. And then we ask what we need of each other. But you know what that did for me, Bolu, is it, it turned the way that I was treating my business 
and how meticulous I am about the Pharmacy Podcast Network and our publication, it made me treat my marriage like a business and take a pause and take a check. And I, I'm so excited for the people that you're about to touch in your life because I think you could, not only I know you could help me and my wife, it'd be awesome to meet up and do one. one maybe we'll do a virtual one. But I think that it, it's awesome that you're going to have background in psychology and in medications that you could eventually wrap into the relationships that you're assisting because there's probably aspects of mental stress and, and psychotropics and depression and anything that's going to most definitely impact a relationship. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's true. I mean, um, you know, certain medications have you know, all kinds of side effects that, that could potentially um, affect the relationship. But um, no, but I, I really love the point you made earlier. Um, and I think it's actually a fantastic idea to have a marriage journal. As a matter of fact, I might have to um, write that down and get one for, for my wife and I, um, because you know, like you said, marriage is a, a business really, or that's that's really one of the most effective ways to look at it, I've found. Because I think um, so many times people just really romanticize everything, but then what gets lost is all the day-to-day kind of things, right? So um, one of the metaphors I like to use is like, it's like marriage is almost like like a, a merger between two companies, right? Like you're, you're company A, she's company B. If you're getting married, it's like, okay, well, we're, we're going to do a merger. All right. How's this, how's this going to work? Like we, we want to be greater than the sum of the two companies. We want to, you know, get rid of some inefficiencies. We want to have some synergies. You know, we want, we want to put out these products. I don't know, whatever. Right. But, yeah. but the point is, um, you know, I mean, so, somebody's going to be the CEO, somebody's going to be the COO, but, but you want to be on the same page as far as, you know, decision makings, having meetings, you know, the things that like it's, um, I, I mean, some people might look at like, it's kind of taking the romance out of it, but I, I think um, it's, it's just a much more practical look because, you know, just, just from what you said, I mean, just looking at it through that lens made you realize, oh, okay, let me really take this seriously and put this you know, on the same level, even higher than, than my actual business, you know? Yep. You know what else it did for me, uh, Bolu, is it, 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 it made me be honest with my feelings because I tend as a, as a person that I try to evade conflict. I can't stand conflict. My wife, um, she'll engage and she has no problem yelling and she has no problem staying in conflict. And in some ways, I think it's, it's almost healthier than the way I evade. But one of the things that we do is when we wrote down what we faced in the week that was challenging to us, not just about us, but just in general, what that did is it allowed me to face it and stop brushing it under the carpet. And, and with, we started on January 4th of 2021, just this year. And now, and it's only been a short couple of weeks and, and we almost missed one week, but then we did it on a Tuesday instead of a Sunday. It brought everything to attention that we can reflect back a couple of weeks back to make sure that did I, I said I was going to help around the house more. Did I do that? Or it was like a checklist. And that's exactly what I do with my business. Like I always look back in my business journal per se that I keep and sure enough, it, it's, it's really made an impact. So I, I'm excited for, like I said, the couples that you're going to impact, especially the healthcare professionals that you can really bond with, especially if you're counseling pharmacists. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you want to engage an amazing guy who's a pharmacist who knows where you're coming from as a professional and you have a relationship that you value, 
it would be in everyone's best interest um, if you invest in that relationship and look into the program um, that Bolu's doing. And and Bolu, this is cool. Like this is really cool. Tell us about your podcast too, because you're you're a fellow podcaster. Yes, yeah, yes, I am. Uh, thank you, thank you for the kind words. So um, the podcast my um, my co-host and I host it's called the Alternative Prescription Podcast. So you know the the idea behind it was. Um, just a, an alternative take on things, an alternative prescription, you know, um, just kind of the idea of, of, you know, taking ownership of your own life, rewriting your own narrative and just writing your own prescription for your life. So, um, you know, we focus on, you know, personal development, um, relationships, entrepreneurship, um, you know, finances, and uh, just, just a lot of, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, the, the goal is to be, really uplifting, entertaining, educational, um, and, and inspiring. So, you know, we're in our, or we're starting our third season and, um, yeah, we're, we're going to be tackling some, some stuff. I mean, so my friend is a physician by training, but, um, he's actually a real estate investor, um, right, right now. So, okay. um, very, very much alternative. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not just for healthcare people, but, you know, we welcome, um, all of our healthcare and, and pharmacy and, uh, you know, medicine, people to, to join us but um yeah yeah we'll be starting on third season pretty soon it's incredible i'm gonna put in some of your links as well as your um you have a very powerful um instagram page that um that you're doing very well with i like the way that you organize your posts and um i i've seen them and and i've clicked through and i've been able to kind of take advantage of some of your information um but i i want the pharmacist community to realize that we have someone here in the in the what I call the U.S. Farmy out there that does focus on relationships, and I haven't. I've seen coaches out there. Uh, we have, you know, the the pharmacist coach, uh, which is uh, Dr. Taryn, uh, Dr. Uh, that was her maiden name, Taryn Tola. It was Dr. Fontana, Christina Fontana, and she's uh, focusing on more of a professional element, but not not the relationship per se. And I think, like I said, I I think that this is this is necessary. And I think there are pharmacists who are married to other healthcare professionals, people outside of healthcare. And there's even pharmacists out there that are married to fellow pharmacists. And I can only imagine that that's probably another element of either um, good sharing, or I don't want to talk about work because that's all we both ever do, <laughs> especially if you're both in community, for goodness sakes. <laughs> It could do it. I'm, I'm married to a nurse, so you know it's married to a nurse there. Oh, really? Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, nurses are, are. There's a bumper sticker that I got her, but we didn't put it on her car because she. We will not put bumper stickers on her car, but it says nurses do it best, and I'm like, yeah. So you probably agree with me. <laughs> no, nurses are awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just for a little bit more about my uh, relationship mastery program. That's that's the um, the twelve week program that um, you know that I've launched, and uh, you know really it's a it's kind of a it's a comprehensive you know really intensive solution for people that want to take their relationships to the next level, right? Or even your relationship with yourself, right? Because what what a lot of people don't realize is that you have to have your relationship with yourself, you know, in order first before you can really have like healthy you know romantic relationships or even you know business or just just friendships you know so uh really it's, it's looking at all of those um relationships so you know we go over um topics like uh, how to communicate effectively how to set boundaries and relationships you know determining your values 
um, even even choosing your friends. And, and definitely we have modules on dating intentionally, courtship, you know, how to navigate the whole online dating uh, minefield. Um, so a lot, a lot of really relevant, uh, relevant modules. So, uh, you know, it includes weekly coaching calls with myself. It's 24 seven uh, access and there's a community for for support and, uh, you know, lifetime access. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure, hopefully you can put the link in the in the show notes. Definitely will. It'll, it'll be down there. So real quick, fun question, I guess, is uh, do men and women, do men ask women to be their girlfriends anymore? Because my wife still makes, when she tells stories about the beginning of our relationship, she still finds it funny that I asked her to be my girlfriend, like officially. <laughs> and she, and I'm like, does that even happen anymore? Because the, the kids today that I talk to, like the teenage level, um, number one, they date very strange. They call it talking now. And I'm like, well, what's talking? And they're like, well, I'm like, can you talk to other people when you talk to somebody else? Well, yeah, but wait a second. Then when do you begin dating? And they're like, well, I don't know if we're dating. And I'm like, wow, like, I don't want to be a teenager right now at all. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, uh, these these days, um, I don't want to pick on Gen Z for you know any of our Gen Z listeners, but uh, very very interesting uh, generation. I have um, you know I have a cousin and, and some um, you know some mentees I, I talk to that are around that age, and um, there's a lot of uh, what what is colloquially called uh, situationships. So those are the kind of you know blurred line arrangements where you're okay, you're talking, but they want you to act like you're dating, but there's no label, but you know. It's, it's just a lot of confusion, a lot of headaches. And, um, you know, I, I referred to it in one of my Instagram posts that, um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of issues in relationships because they don't have boundaries, they don't have standards, right? So whatever you tolerate is what you're gonna get. So if you don't put your foot down, there aren't any consequences, then, you know, um, that, then, you know, what, what people do, I mean, people people will do what you let them, you know? So um, for the most part, I, I don't know, a lot of people don't, but, you know, I like I like the old fashioned way. <laughs> Me too. I've I've never experienced what is called a hookup, so I you know, that's just not my bag. So I I was real old fashioned. Like if even if I got a kiss, I was pretty excited. So <laughs> yeah, this has been awesome. Stuff. We we're gonna have to have you back. Um, it, maybe we should do a couples episode where we bring our wives on and we get the true stories about things that we probably yeah. make. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. My, my wife is still, she's uh, kind of slowly coming along. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe eventually, um, you know, I got to talk to the wife, uh, you know, yeah, obviously, you, you know how it goes. <laughs> my wife's very shy, so I don't think she would yeah. do it anymore. Yeah, my, mine too, but you know, who, you never know. <laughs> never know. Well, I thank you so much, uh, Bolu. All the show notes um, are going to contain the links to get a hold of you and to connect not only on Instagram, but um, do you have a Twitter that you use at all? Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, funny, I just updated it this morning. Um, it's it's the same handle as my Instagram. Um, it's at um, Dr. Bolu, D-O-C-T-O-R underscore B-O-L-U. Um, so that that Twitter, um, you know, the, the link, I think the link will be in, in the show notes as well. But yeah, I have a Twitter, I have a LinkedIn, um, I have a Facebook, um, you know, that's, that's there as well. But I also wanted to mention, um, I have a free guide on uh, relationship red flags not to ignore. Yeah. Um, we can put the link in the show notes, but it just kind of goes over six um, kind of quick uh, red flags and relationships to look out for. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's been really useful. Uh, it's very popular and um, you know, I'd recommend it for, uh, for everybody. That's terrific. 
Well, I very much appreciate you. Please send us all of those links. We'll make sure that they're in your show notes. If you're listening to right now, um, reach out to Bolu. He's just a dynamic guy, and I think that he could he could help you out. And um, and we got, like I said, we got to have you back. Uh, yeah, for sure, that, definitely. Thanks for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. If there's anything that we can do for you, you know, pharmacist, I am your number one fan, even pharmacy technicians. If there's something that our organization can guide you, give you advice on, whatever it may be, please reach out to us. We can find you, you can find us everywhere on social media at Pharmacy Podcast. And as always, I thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. <laughs>